0: Hello, and welcome to the Balancing Act Podcast, where you can find tools and inspiration for working mums who are ready to overcome the mental load so that they can live with more simplicity, ease, and fulfillment in their everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, and welcome to another week's episode of the Balancing Act Podcast. We are now on week five, which is super exciting and somewhat unbelievable for me as well as to just how quickly the weeks are are flying by. And I hope you can tell from my voice that I'm really, really enjoying myself here. And I would just like to reiterate my gratitude for all the support that I've received, the shares, the likes the kind words of feedback and support. like It's really, really meant so much to me and I appreciate it so much. So thank you immensely for that. This episode is being recorded on New Year's Eve of 2020, the year that has been monumental in many, many ways. And I always feel very drawn to New Year's Eve for some reason. I feel like that closing out of the year and looking forward to what's coming next is something that's really important to me. And I think it goes back to like when I grew up in Belfast, the place I lived, the street I grew up in, had a real community feel where all the neighbours were very close and... On some big occasions like Halloween and New Year's, there was always a big get together and it really marked the occasion. And I think I, it's something that has become quite significant to me. And when I explain my mindset now a bit further, it's something that I want to pass on to my kids as well. So as I've grown into adulthood, I've left the party days behind somewhat, but I've developed this sort of ritual where I like to look back and review the years, the year and everything that's happened and all of the positives that I want to take with me into the new year to build some momentum into this fresh start. And that process always feels very cleansing it's almost like the, you know, the start of a new term, that back to school feeling um, that comes about. And the other reason I really enjoy it is because even if you do take the time to reflect on your progress over a day, a week or even a month, those time periods often aren't long enough to see real tangible progress but when you do it over the course of a year, then you're often very surprised as to just how much has changed and how much you've come on and what you've achieved throughout that time. And this year, I think, is no different. So for you, there may be some huge changes and um, some huge accomplishments and successes, but there may be some Day to day successes. So, I think just getting through this year is pretty monumental in itself. And for me, one of the things that has happened this year for me that really marks this way of thinking really clearly is my son has grown from being a newborn baby into a one year old. And, you know, sometimes, especially in those early days when the monotony of the feeding and nappy changing and sleep routine is in play it's difficult to see those big changes but when i look back at photos of him just a year ago you know he's he's changed immensely and part of me is a little bit sad about that part of me is like really happy and i really see those milestones in his development coming on and um yeah it's amazing So the other thing that is very significant for me this year is because today marks the last day of my employment in the corporate world after 12 years in my previous job. It was my first one out of uni and has been an amazing experience. It's been a really inspiring place to work lots of intellectual challenge and exciting projects and very importantly for me like super awesome colleagues. But this year the opportunity arose to make a change and I decided that I wanted to go with it. It felt like my time and it's just felt like totally the right decision so I'm really really excited for what's to come. So today has that little bit of extra reflection for me not just on the year past but also all the 12 years previous to this one so whatever you are looking back on as I said I'm sure 2020 has felt very monumental for you too in one way or another and I guess before I want go on I want to acknowledge the fact that this year has brought around lots of positives, you know, and a lot of us have seen shifts in mindset, been able to reprioritize what's important to us. But there's also been a lot of hardships and a lot of struggles and a lot of challenges, whether that be like physical illness um, or mental health challenges for you or someone close to you, hard decisions that you've had to make or tough changes to work through. Or just that feeling of a lack of personal space. So this episode also comes with a lot of empathy and compassion. Whether these are things that you've gone through through the year and are now feeling a bit behind you. Or whether it's something that you're currently struggling with. And if that is the case, then just know that there is love and support out there for you. So please reach out to me or to someone close to you and, you know, take that support that you need because these times are hard and continue to be hard as we face quite a lot of uncertainty going forward. And on that note, I've seen these memes going around on social media where, you know, implying people are only too glad to see the back of, of 2020. And for a long time, it looked like the start of the new year would bring with it some fresh hope. You know, the, with the, the news of the vaccine, we were sort of on the countdown and things had been starting to look a lot brighter. And hopefully that will be the case later on in the year. But certainly for now, it looks like the start of 2021 will be filled with a large dose of uncertainty and back to that real juggling of priorities that comes with schools being shut and nurseries being shut, having the kids at home while trying to work from home as well. So whatever that uncertainty looks like for you, um. I feel you and I think that uncertainty sometimes can be one of the hardest things to deal with. So as we approach this time and with all the uncertainty that around, it surrounds it, I wanted to talk about the tradition of setting years resolutions because that's also something that I'm usually quite on board with I love the idea of daily habits so I tend to go with like smaller scale resolutions not big goals or milestones but this year I've found benefit in a different approach and that's one that I want to offer up to you in case it's something that will be valuable to you as well and it's sort of based around the idea of planning based on setting intentions rather than planning based specifically on the action that you want to take. And that might sound a bit counterintuitive to begin with, but the idea is that when you get behind an intention and figure out why it is that you want to do this thing, then the action will um, naturally follow rather than putting all your energy and effort into the action itself and I think that why this is particularly important to me this year is because with all of this uncertainty around it's hard to gauge how we're going to be feeling over the next few weeks, what activities we'll actually be able to do and what time we'll have available to do them in. So if I give you an example um, to try to make this a bit more um, a bit clearer, then typically lots of people set New Year's resolutions around adapting uh, a healthier—I'm using my air quotes here—a healthier lifestyle. So you know, getting more exercise, eating more nutritious food, giving up alcohol, for example, and these are measurable things and you can set quite rigid goals so like for example you might decide that you want to get more exercise this year and you've been very sedentary over the last year and um, so you decide that you're going to take up running and by the summer you're going to run like the London Marathon you might even look at a training program and make a start on it but if you haven't been making the time to go running at all previous to this, then that's quite a, a shock to your body and quite a big thing to to take up. And as the training program goes on, then inevitably it'll become tougher and tougher and you'll start to need bigger and bigger chunks of time to do it in. And the problem with this is then it, it becomes harder to keep up. And when you, if or when, you start to fall behind the programme, you quickly realise that you're not going to meet that big goal. And then what likely happens is that you give up on it altogether and you go back to not doing any running at all. But if you then move that around to the intentional way of thinking and Instead, you decide that again, you want to get more exercise, but you want to be the type of person who moves their body more regularly. And you get clear on your why. So why do you want this? You know that like your joints don't feel as stiff when you're getting more exercise. You know that your mental health improves you enjoy the extra dose of fresh air that you get and you enjoy that feeling of nourishing your body and the endorphin hit that you get from that then going at it from that mindset is a very different and a lot more positive approach and it, it gives a bit of flexibility within there as well. So if you are the sort of person who likes to set measurables, then you can do that as well with this approach. But I would encourage you to keep the measurables to the absolute minimum that you think you can commit to. and you know, Maybe even take your minimum, divide it by two and then commit to that. So, I don't know, 10 minutes every day to start with. And you'll find then that once you keep this up for a certain amount of time, you start to get that satisfaction of hitting that daily goal. And then it becomes like more difficult not to do it because you'll miss out on that hit of satisfaction. And then what happens is you realise that you're then turning into the sort of person that does exercise on whatever your regular basis is, every day, every week, whatever. And you're now showing up as the type of person who exercises regularly. So you trust yourself, you trust yourself to make those steps towards doing more exercise. And you know, if you're going to exercise more, you may as well eat more healthily you may pass that on, those benefits on to people around you as well. Um, and some days you may find that once you get going, you want to keep it up for longer than the 10 minutes. Or sometimes you might find yourself with those rare opportunities of unexpected time and your 10 minutes could become an hour on some day. So it means that when you do have those unexpected period of time you got something there to fill it with rather than going back to the you know doing some household chores for example and i guess the last thing to mention is that flexibility so you can get creative so rather than having to run every day the way you would if you were having to to train for something for example um, you know maybe you just can't get out of the house that day or the weather's not great so you don't fancy it so instead of doing nothing at all you could go and dance in your kitchen turn some music on go and do some aerobics in the living room whatever feels good for you and all of these things are still helping you move your body which is what the original intent had be mm-hmm. so If that sounds good and something you would like to try out then have a think about how you could integrate that way of thinking into different aspects of your lifestyle. Especially if you had been or have already set some resolutions. And even if you hadn't but had been wondering how on earth you might get through these next few weeks then it's something that you can integrate in your your way of being as well. With that, you can consider setting some intentions of how you want to feel and then correlate that back to some small, very manageable steps that would bring more of that way of, of being, of feeling, of thinking into your everyday. And I'm passing these on so this is something I've decided to do this time for the year but the principle is something that I have tried and tested before and it's something that I'll be delving into in a bit more depth in my group program that's launching later this month. So if this has perked your interest and you would like to hear more about that then please do pop me a message on Instagram at debbieleeco or pop over to the website debbielee.co.uk and you can find out more there as well all that's left for me to say is have a fabulous week and i shall look forward to speaking to you next week bye for now thank you so much for listening to this episode of the balancing act podcast if you've loved what you've heard i would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can help spread the word to all the other working mums out there looking for more balance in their every day If you'd like to hear more, you can find me on Instagram at debbieleeco or on my website at debbielee.co.uk where you can download your free Kickstart guide to finding your balance as a working parent. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.